July 14th, Memorial of St. Kateri Tekakwitha, Virgin. Kateri Tekakwitha was born in Osernan, Auriesville, New York, in 1656, the daughter of a Christian Algonquin mother and a non-Christian Mohawk chief. Having lost her parents in a smallpox epidemic at the age of 14, she was raised among the Mohawks in the home of an uncle. There, she first encountered Christian missionaries. In 1675, she was instructed in the faith by the missionary Jacques de Lamberville, who baptized her on Easter Sunday, 5 April 1676, at which time she took the name Kateri, or Catherine. Because of her conversion and baptism, her exemplary life, and her desire to remain a virgin, Kateri suffered harassment and persecution. She fled to a Christian village on the St. Lawrence River, At Sault Ste. Louis, on Christmas Day, 1677, she received her first communion. Under the guidance of Father Pierre Colonnec and an older Iroquois woman, Anastasia Teganazzi-Nongo, Kateri led a life of great virtue and charity, making a private vow of virginity on 25 March 1679. Kateri died at the age of 24 on 17 April 1680 in Kanagua, Canada. Devotion to Kateri, known as the Lily of the Mohawks, spread throughout the United States and Canada. On 22 June 1980, Kateri Tekakwitha was declared blessed by Pope John Paul II. Canonization, October 21, 2012. God come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are the poor of heart, blessed are the merciful, for they will be blessed upon the earth. Blessed are the poor, blessed are they who suffer, blessed are they who are persecuted, for they shall be the rulers of the world. Blessed are the poor, blessed are they who hunger and thirst for justice and the rights of all, for they shall eat the meal of the Lord. Blessed are the poor, blessed are they whose hearts are clean And blessed are they who keep his word, for they have inherited the land. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they who labor for peace. Blessed are they who suffer in war, for they shall meet the Prince of Peace. Blessed are the poor. Radiant Virgin, prudent and wise, you are the spouse of the Holy Word of God. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun, to the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Radiant Virgin, prudent and wise, you are the spouse of the Holy Word of God. I count as nothing the kingdoms of the earth, even the whole world, because of my love for the Lord Jesus Christ. My heart overflows with noble words. To the king I must speak the song I have made. My tongue is nimble as the pen of a scribe. You are the fairest of the children of men, and graciousness is poured upon your lips, because God has blessed you for evermore. 
O mighty one, gird your sword upon your thigh, in splendor and state ride on in triumph, for the cause of truth and goodness and right. Take aim with your bow in your dread right hand. Your arrows are sharp, peoples fall beneath you. The foes of the king fall down and lose heart. Your throne, O God, shall endure forever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. Your love is for justice, your hatred for evil. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above other kings. Your robes are fragrant with aloes and myrrh. From the ivory palace you are greeted with music. The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I count as nothing the kingdoms of the earth, even the whole world, because of my love for the Lord Jesus Christ. The King has desired your beauty. He is your Lord and God. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the King desire your beauty. He is your Lord. Pay homage to him. And the people of Tyre shall come with gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favor. The daughter of the king is clothed with splendor, her robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. She is led to the king with her maiden companions. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Sons shall be yours in place of your fathers. You will make them princes over all the earth. May this song make your name forever remembered. May the peoples praise you from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The King has desired your beauty. He is your Lord and God. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. With respect to virgins, I have not received any commandment from the Lord, but I give my opinion as one who is trustworthy, thanks to the Lord's mercy. It is this. In the present time of stress, it seems good to me for a person to continue as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Then do not seek your freedom. Are you free of a wife? If so, do not go in search of one. Should you marry, however, you will not be committing a sin. Neither does a virgin commit a sin if she marries. But such people will have trials in this life, and these I should like to spare you. I tell you, brothers, the time is short. From now on, those with wives should live as though they had none, those who weep should live as though they were not weeping, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing. Buyers should conduct themselves as though they owned nothing, and those who make use of the world as though they were not using it, for the world as we know it is passing away. I should like you to be free of all worries. The unmarried man is busy with the Lord's affairs, concerned with pleasing the Lord. But the married man is busy with this world's demands and occupied with pleasing his wife. This means he is divided. The virgin, indeed any unmarried woman, is concerned with the things of the Lord, in pursuit of holiness in body and spirit. The married woman, on the other hand, has the cares of this world to absorb her and is concerned with pleasing her husband. I am going into this with you for your own good. I have no desire to place restrictions on you, but I do want to promote what is good, what will help you to devote yourselves entirely to the Lord. 
If anyone thinks he is behaving dishonorably toward his virgin, because a critical moment has come and it seems that something should be done, let him do as he wishes. He commits no sin if there is a marriage. The man, however, who stands firm in his resolve, who while without constraint and free to carry out his will, makes up his mind to keep his virgin, also acts rightly. To sum up, the man who marries his virgin acts fittingly. The one who does not will do better. A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives. If her husband dies, she is free to marry, but on one condition, that it be in the Lord. She will be happier, though, in my opinion, if she stays unmarried. I am persuaded that in this I have the Spirit of God. The King has desired your beauty, which he himself has given you. Your God and King has become your spouse. He has provided for you and adorned you. He has redeemed you and made you holy. Now you are wedded to your King and your God. Your God and King has become your spouse. A reading from a sermon on the dress of virgins by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Now I wish to address the order of virgins. Because their way of life is more exalted, our concern for them must be greater. If we compare the church to a tree, then they are its blossom. Virgins show forth the beauty of God's grace. They are the image of God that reflects the holiness of the Lord. They are the more illustrious members of Christ's flock. They are the glory of Mother Church and manifest her fruitfulness. The more numerous her virgins are, the greater is her joy. To these virgins then I speak and address my exhortation, out of love rather than any sense of authority, and I do this without claiming the right to censure them for I am among the last and the least, and fully aware of my lowliness. I do it rather because the more anxious and concerned I am about them, the more I fear the devil's attack, for it is no idle concern nor vain fear that takes thought of the path of salvation and keeps the Lord's life-giving commandments. They have dedicated themselves to Christ, and, renouncing the pleasures of the flesh, have consecrated themselves body and soul to God, in order to finish a task that is destined to win a great prize. They should not strive to adorn themselves or give pleasure to anyone but the Lord, from whom they hope to receive the reward for their chastity. Virgins, persevere in the way of life you have begun. Persevere in what you are to be, for you will receive a glorious prize for your virtue, a most excellent reward for your chastity. You have already begun to be now what we shall all be in the future. You already possess, here in this world, the glory of the resurrection. You pass through this world without the world's infection. If you persevere in chastity and virginity, you are equal to God's angels. Only keep your profession of virginity strong and inviolate. You began your way of life courageously. Now persevere without faltering. Seek right conduct as your adornment, not jewelry or attractive clothing. Listen to the voice of the Apostle Paul, God's chosen vessel, sent to announce the commands of heaven. Paul said, The first man was made of the dust of the earth, the second is from heaven. Those who are made from earth are like him who was on earth. Those who are of heaven are like him who is from heaven. As we have borne the image of the man who is of the earth, so let us bear the image of the man who is from heaven. This image is shown forth in virginity purity, holiness, and truth.
The thoughts of the Virgin are always upon God. Her desire is to be holy both in body and soul. The God of my heart is my portion forever. Her desire is to be holy both in body and soul. Let us pray. O God, who desired the Virgin St. Kateri Tekakwitha to flower among Native Americans in a life of innocence, grant, through her intercession, that when all are gathered into your church from every nation, tribe, and tongue, they may magnify you in a single canticle of praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thanks.